Hey, hey, everyone. I'm your host, James Jackson, and this is ArtCast. Join me each episode as we shine a spotlight on a category management or shopper insights professional doing compelling work in the trenches. I think you're ready, so let's dive right in. I'm here today with Yanira Albaran. She's an analyst um, in category leadership for JM Smuckers. So Yanira, really excited. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, James. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully you've listened before. If you have, or, or maybe if you haven't, uh, we usually spend a couple of minutes at the beginning where you kind of walk through your career journey, and then and then we'll dive in. Yeah, so I'm going to start off by taking you back to when I graduated from university. So I went to the University of Arkansas, graduated in 2019. And while I was going to school, I did two internships. I did Girl Scouts, um, and I also did Tyson while I was going to school. Then after school, I went over to Sam's Club when I was I was the temporary merchandising assistant there, um, helping meet merchants out. And after that, I was promoted to associate manager for marketing operations at Sam's Club. And now I'm here at Smucker. I was a sales analyst for about a year, and now I'm almost on year two of category analyst on the Walmart pet um, team. Awesome. Awesome. You know, one of the reasons why I was really interested in having you join the show is that normally we're talking to people that have been in the business for 15, 20 years, but there are people out there that are just like you that are fairly new in their career. So it's good to get that perspective as well. So really appreciate you joining us. And if you're ready, let's get in the trenches. Let's go. Let's get in the trenches. So you're one of the few people, and you talked about university, but one of the few people that actually uh, knew about category management before you got into it. So can you share a little bit about how, how did you learn about the profession? Yeah. So when I was an undergrad, I had many great marketing classes, but there's one in particular that got me into an introduction of category management. And um, this specific teacher would bring in students that had just graduated from mainly supplier world. I think she had a lot of students that ended up going to suppliers. Um, and But anyway, she brought in people and she they would talk to us about how life is after graduation and she would also have them record like a day in the life and so I got a little snippet of that and um, she gave us like a really cool um, project to do and it was a retail safari project and fun fact so I'm in pet right now working in pet at Smucker and when I was an undergrad, the project was that we got to walk with a Walmart um, buyer to walk over the pet category. Oh, my God. So, yeah, yeah, <laughs> crazy. But anyway, so my project ended up getting top 10 out of all her classes. So that's when I knew that there was something special about category management. Well, that's awesome. Congratulations on that top 10 <laughs> uh, <laughs> acknowledgement. Um can, can you talk a little bit more just for a minute? What what was the project about? What what did you really focus on? Yeah, we analyzed the whole pet category. So we, we found like little snippets online and seeing how the industry works and how maybe this could apply to Walmart and maybe any recommendations that we may had. Um, but yeah, that, that was a snippet. And I really liked the learning aspect of it and the discovery 
process of it. So yeah, I really enjoyed it. Wow. Super fortunate. Like I said, a lot of us did not have that exposure at all going in. You kind of get dropped in. You're like, okay, I guess this is category management. So nice to have kind of a view of it before so you could really understand, you know, as you, you started pursuing your career. So, so you graduate and you went to University of Arkansas. Mm-hmm, I did. So in 2019, how did you go about finding your first role? So I've always been affiliated with Tyson simply because my parents have always worked for Tyson. They worked there for like almost over 30 years now, I think. But I ended up getting a scholarship after high school. And so that was very easy for me to go into an internship at Tyson. Um, and so after I interned at Tyson, it was very easy for me to transition over to Sam's Club, which was my first role after college. And I still, I did meat. So I worked with the meat merchants. I was a temporary merchandising assistant. Um, but yeah, that's how I got in. Nice, nice. Meat. I, I've, I've done a lot in the meat uh, department for many, many years. So that, that could be a pretty tough area. Yes. A lot of yeah. stuff that goes into it that you wouldn't think. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It gets complicated. (laughs) It does. It does. So, but, but I want to call out one thing. So you mentioned that it was a temporal. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering why did you choose, because I'm assuming you could have had a permanent role, but you chose a temporary position. So why? Well, first I wasn't sure if this was really what I wanted to do. So having that temp, you know, it was more of a, let's try this out and see if this is something I want to do. And I tried it out and I definitely wanted to get out of that Tyson role that I had before, like interning at Tyson for a long time. I'm like, okay, I want to go try out a retailer and see how this is going to work out. And I wanted to see what it was like to be on the other side. And so that's, that's where it got me. It was either going to be Walmart or Sam's club. Cause that's, those are the big, you know, two in the area where I live. And so I was fortunate enough to get an opportunity at Sam's Club. So so you're working at Sam's Club, which, I mean, obviously a pretty big, big opportunity. Um, you talked a little bit about, you know, the project you worked on and, and things like that. But, you know, what else within your schooling kind of prepared you for that first role? Um, I think organization for sure. I was the type of person in undergrad that always had like the little journal with all my notes in it, okay. color coded everything. Sounds <laughs> like I, my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I also think collaboration. I ended up meeting a lot of people that I still am friends today. Okay. And we always got together to study like late at night, we'd still be studying. And so I think uh, finding the right people and collaborating, that's what school taught me and teamwork um, and prioritization because at the time I was taking five classes. So that kind of taught me to like juggle multiple things at once. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that's great. And those are all very like core, core fundamentals for, you know, being successful, I guess, wherever you go. Uh, So, so you have that, but there's probably some things too that you didn't know. Yes. that you had to learn. So can you talk a little bit about those those learning experiences? Yeah, I think two things. I did not have a lot of confidence going in. I mean, I was 
very young, didn't know a lot. Um, but, and I also had a lot of imposter syndrome, especially being first gen college, co college graduate. I had a lot of imposter syndrome, but I also learned that to overcome that, I needed to have cheerleaders at work and finding people that could help me in that weakness that I had. So yeah, that helps a lot when you have um, advocates at work. Holy cow. So you're dealing with potentially confidence, maybe that you're not, you have a lack of confidence, but you're just in a different environment. You're young, you know, and, and so I think about it, you're in your early 20s at a major retailer, um, part of the world's largest, and you're asked to make recommendations on millions and potentially billions of dollars. So can you talk about it? And, and you kind of touched on it with the imposter syndrome and so on. But, you know, what were those scenarios like when you first started out? What was your approach? How did you overcome some of those challenges that you had and be successful at the same time? Yeah. So I feel like at first I always compared myself to how I should be, you know, and I always assumed that I should be a certain way. Um, but, and then I also, like I said, like when you go in and you're so young, like there's a lot that you haven't been exposed to. Um, and so I think, like I mentioned before, having advocates that will help you learn. And I think asking questions when you don't know something, even if you think it's something stupid, like I have a manager that always tells me like, there's no question. That's a stupid question. Like you can ask me anything. Um, but I guess the scenario was when I had to first build my first report from scratch. I had no idea. It sounds like something not so difficult, but at the time I had never done that before. And so I knocked on different doors, you know, if I, <laughs> whenever I didn't know how to do something, uh -huh. but in the end it was really rewarding. And I think that kind of goes back to the confidence thing. It boosted my confidence so much when I looked back and thought, wow, this was something originally I thought was so difficult, but I completed it. So it was very rewarding. Yeah, you did it, you know, and that, that, that has a sense of satisfaction that goes along with it. I'll tell you real quick. Uh, I had a similar scenario and I was actually further along in my career. I had never done a pivot table mm, yeah. and everybody else is doing pivot tables. I didn't even know what it was. And, and so I'm doing everything manually. And to your point, you know, you just have to kind of scratch and claw and get through it mm -hmm. and learn and, and then you see, you know, what you've done and, and you benefit from it. So, so that's awesome to have that kind of experience. And it sounds like you've, you've mentioned a couple of times have advocates around you that, that kind of lift you up and hold you up as you're going through that. So, so it sounds like you're having a good experience at Sam's. You said you wanted to kind of look at retail mm -hmm. and then you make a change. Yes. Right. And, and you go to Smucker. So why? Why, why would you leave that and move to a CPG manufacturer? Yeah, so I had been at Sam's Club for about two and a half years, and I felt like it was the right moment to try something new. And I had remembered, I went back to like, you know, sitting down and thinking about what made me happy, what made me want to do, want to do marketing, and why it made me choose this career path when I was in college. And it was because of that class that I had told you about. 
And so I just applied at Smucker and I applied to other places too. But what stood out to me from Smucker was the compassion that they had during the interview. And they treated me like human with a lot of respect. And that's when I knew I was like, okay, I'm making the right decision. Wow. No, that's, that is actually really interesting that it, it, it was more about that feeling. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, somebody might say, well, they, they offered me more money or, you know, I had bigger responsibility, but it was your comfort level yes. with the people and the environment. Yeah. The, I feel like the interview wasn't intimidating. In most okay. places, they intimidate you because they want the right answer. They want you to see how you work well with under pressure. But yeah. in this case, it was it was more like, okay, I belong here. Like I, I had a gut feeling. Yeah. yeah. So, so what you work with Walmart is that correct with the yes. Smucker side of the business? So, so you've done Sam's, then you mm-hmm. switch to Walmart. What are the similarities and differences between the two? I've called on Sam's, but I have not called on Walmart. So I'm interested to hear your your thoughts on that. Yeah. So for starters, I feel like Walmart has more stores and versus Sam's has less clubs. And then Walmart also has more of a wider product assortment versus Sam's club. And so when you're on my side, on the category side, it it definitely matters. um, The product assortment and placement on the modulars and all that stuff. So I feel like that's where it differs, um, especially being on this side of the business. Sure, sure. Are are things from a pace perspective, are things similar or is like, I'm guessing Walmart might be a bit faster, but I could be wrong. Yes, Walmart's definitely faster. Um, Okay. (laughs) I was, I will say I was at Sam's Club during COVID. So that was crazy. But if you look at it from a normalcy standpoint, I think Walmart definitely is a lot more faster and aggressive retailer. So, so you're at Walmart, you're, you're with a manufacturer now, so you're on the other side of the desk and you, you alluded to it, but I'm hoping you could go to a little more detail on what, what do you do? What are your responsibilities? So my responsibilities right now is managing reporting. It's ironic how I said that reporting was difficult yeah. in here. I am. Okay. <laughs> and also working hand in hand with the buyer um, throughout the modular process um, and it, helping them advise on the product assortment and analyzing the health of the relays that we help them set up. Okay, nice, nice. So l- let's do a little comparison here. 2019 or sometime around that point, you have your class, you learn about category management, you graduate. Now you're fully immersed in category management. So is it what you expected? Is it different, similar? Where where are you at as far as what you thought it would be versus what it truly is? I never, oh, I knew that I was going to be learning a lot and it was going to be challenging based off of like the stuff that I worked on with merchants and school. Um, But now I think that it's a little different than what I thought. Um, I feel like I'm always pivoting. Like there's always something different to do every day. Like I might be working on a project for like a while. And then next thing you know, they're like, Oh, you got to pivot to something different because it's, this is more urgent or, juggling multiple projects at the same time. So I think that's where it differs. Um, I wasn't expecting it to be like that. Um, 
I honestly thought it was going to be a little bit more slower or we'll have like ups and downs, but it feels like it's almost like a year round thing. <laughs> so, you know, you had to make a choice. You, you had career choices. You could have gone a lot of different routes. You chose category management. Um, and, and it sounds like you had somewhat of an affinity to it. So what, if you had to boil it down and obviously this can change over time, but for right now, what do you like or maybe even love about category management? So I have something that's very controversial. Um, I love drawing mods. I like the process of oh. drawing mods. <laughs> a lot of people don't. They think no. it's very labor intensive, but I really like it. Um, this is my second relay that I got to help with. So I love collaborating with the buyers and making, helping them make the right decision for the customers and coming up with new product assortment, like the whole thing I really like. And um, also the innovation part, the improving processes for not just internally, but for everyone too. Nice. Well, our space management folks will love you for that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that, that's been awesome. You know, this, this is really good to kind of get that different perspective, like I mentioned before, you know, somebody that's fairly new, um, there's a lot of things that have changed and a lot of things that have stayed the same, but you know, it's, it's good to have people who actually want to go into category management and, uh, and a great addition, um, to, to our community. So we, we've been in the trenches for a little bit of time. Um, as you probably have heard, we have this section where we kind of take a breath and then we come up for air. Finally, coming up for air. So, can you talk a little bit more about kind of your family and, and you pointed out first generation. So I'd love for you to share kind of your full story of, of not only you, but your, your parents' history. Yeah. So my parents immigrated in the eighties and their first job, ironically, was in California picking strawberries and Smucker's known for stra for strawberry jelly and jam. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> full circle. Was, yes, full circle. <laughs> um, then they immigrated to Arkansas in the 90s and they started working for Tyson and they're still working for Tyson. It's been, I think, over 30 years. I kind of lost track after like 25. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I think it's like over 30 years now that they've been working for Tyson and um, they... I have an older brother that is also, um, he graduated from University of Arkansas as well. And so growing up, my parents always taught us to value education because they didn't get the opportunity to go to college. They didn't even finish high school, actually. Um, so it was very important for them to help us understand the power of education and how it can open so many doors. Um, which is why I'm getting my MBA right now too. I don't know if I mentioned that, but I'm getting my MBA yeah. now. I graduate in May, so I'm excited. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <Home> stretch. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I, I have three girls, so every time they do something, I'm, you know, super excited and what, but yours is a little more than that because of their experience. What what do they think about how you've done and where you are today? My mom says that sometimes she feels like she's dreaming because mm. this is something she's always wanted. 
for her children to reach their full potential. She's like, I didn't think it was going to be, you know, college, even though we taught you to value it. But she's seeing me and my brother both reach for the stars. And I think, um, I think they're proud. (laughs) I'm pretty sure they're proud. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that's gotta be something special. And like you said, the connection with the strawberries and Smucker and, but I mean, they, they literally, you're the embodiment of what they dreamed. Mm-hmm. So that's awesome. Let's go back real quick. I, so you're getting your MBA. Why, yes. why did you choose? Because I mean, you're doing well, you're with a great company. And so what was the reason for pursuing that? Yeah. So obviously I wanted to elevate my portfolio and to right. add the MBA to my name, but I think it's also of that kind of like we were saying, that emotional connection to furthering education and reaching my full potential. That was a personal goal that I had um, for a long time, ever since I was an undergrad. I told myself, I wanna go get my MBA, you know? And so here I am. Um, The stars were aligned, honestly. I am in my 20s, I don't have kids, I have a dog. So I thought it was (laughs) the perfect timing to just go back and and, uh, go back to school and see where I can go from this. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's commendable because that's a lot of work yes. to be doing that and working full time. I, I did it too. And it, it's a challenge. So congratulations. And, and we're all cheering for you to, mm-hmm. <laughs> as you get, you know, near the end there. So, so last question for you, um, you know, just kind of final thoughts. And, and again, you, you're kind of early on, but I know you have some good things to share. So if, you had any recommendations or insights based on what you've seen so far that you would share with people? And it could be somebody's first, just starting out, somebody that's a, a manager that's working with somebody that's coming in or, or whatever. What, what would you recommend? I would recommend to let go of that imposter syndrome. Hmm. Find out how to let go of that imposter syndrome. It might be finding a friend at work, finding an advocate, like I had mentioned earlier, Finding a mentor. I have a mentor and it's been helping me a lot. That's outside of my organization. Um, and don't be afraid to fail. Um, done that many times and <laughs> it's okay to get back up. That's how you learn and reach for the stars and never lose hope. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Yanira, that, that was fantastic. Thank you so much. We met at the Mix and Mingle and, yes. and you were introduced to me and I was like, we got to have you on the show. So I'm glad we were able to connect and, and make it happen. Thank you so much, James, for having me. I really appreciate it. This was great. Yeah, good, good. So you've just listened to another amazing episode of ArtCast. Please look forward to more interesting people like Yanira in the weeks to come. And and please also don't forget to share our cast with your colleagues, your family, anybody who might be interested in learning more. And and so if you had any, any feedback, topic suggestions, and I'm also looking for guests too, we're in a new year and I would definitely love to have you on the show. Uh, please go to www.catman.global slash And as I usually mention, you just have to go down, scroll to the bottom. There's a submission form there. You can fill it out. It comes directly to me, and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. So with that, this is James and Yanira signing off, and you've been in the trenches. 